Ciao, mamas. Welcome to the Outlets of Joy podcast. I am your half Italian host, Christina Stevenson. I am a meal creator, food coach, and mom to three shin kickers. If you are a mom who wants to know how to ditch prepackaged food and cook with ingredients you can pronounce, you are in the right place. I love talking about healthy food and how you can create healthy meals for your family in about 30 minutes without opening a frozen package of dino nuggets. Also, if you are a mom who struggles with being a mom, you are in the right place again. I don't enjoy being a mom and I love my kids. I needed a safe place to put that and I found one right here on my podcast. I was tired of feeling depressed, anxious, and unfulfilled with motherhood. And one day I decided that I had had enough. I found a few things to help me feel better. Now I want to share those things with you and help you find and shine your brightest light again too. This podcast is a place where I help moms find their shimmer through clean eating, finding ways to make you feel more optimistic, inspired, and fulfilled, and making you laugh. Now let's turn up that dimmer and find our shimmer. Hello, everybody. Thank you and welcome back. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the importance of meal planning. I don't know if you meal plan, if you hate it, if you love it, if you do it every week or every once in a while or you dread it, but today I'm going to share with you four tips on how to make your meal planning easier. Now, the importance of meal planning is is unprecedented, really. And I'm going to tell you why. It saves you money. It saves you time. You will always get a clean refrigerator so you can keep your refrigerator clean. And it becomes, you become, sorry, you become more efficient the more you do it. So what I mean by saving money is that you are less likely to find things in your refrigerator that have been sitting there for a while without having been used. So how many times do you go out and buy something, put it in your fridge, and it gets pushed to the back of the fridge, and then you wasted however amount of money because now you have to throw it away because it's expired or it's moldy or it's bad or rotten. So the other reason um, why it's important is that it will save you time. Um, If you know what you're going to make for the week, this will save you time in your kitchen and at the grocery store. So you could pull in, unload, and pull out, as they say. Uh, It really, really will. Truly, it will. And I'm not talking like 30 seconds or a minute. I'm talking, you know, a, a significant amount, maybe 30 minutes of of time saved per week, perhaps even more. The third reason why it's important to meal plan is that if you uh, make this a habit, and of course, James Clear talks about habit stacking in Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've read it. I have not read it, but I know I know what habit stacking is. If you make meal planning a habit and then you stack other habits on top of that, then what will happen is your refrigerator will become clean. It'll become more clean. You'll, it'll, it'll feel good to you when you open it up. It won't get all these, um, you know, the stains on it or the spilled food that just dries up in the back that you have to scrub for half an hour before, before you can take it off. Um, so you'll get a clean fridge probably every week uh, if you're, if you're going to have it stack on this. And the thing about meal planning is the first few times or a couple of times, it will kind of be hard because you won't be used to it. And any habit that you're not used to or you have to learn about is going to take some time. But after you get a rhythm, after you get a pattern, it will become so much easier. You'll become more efficient. 
at planning your meal and you will also become more efficient at grocery shopping because you will know where the food items are in the grocery store that you that are your go-to items for each week. So let me tell you what the four tips are for meal planning success. The first one is know where your sales are. And what I mean by that is go to your local grocery store websites and find out when they put out their weekly deals. Each store is different. I'll give you two examples in my area that I know of. Sprouts Farmer's Market, they have their weekly deals coming out every Wednesday. So what I do is on Wednesday, I go to their, I have an app that I downloaded, but you don't need to do that. You can go to the website and see what their weekly deals are, and you can check and see what products are on sale for that week, and of course, that's a money saver as well. Uh, the other place that I know that has a really super deal is Fresh Market. And uh, my opinion about Fresh Market is, is that <laughs> I typically don't go there. I think it's kind of pretentious and overpriced. However, they have this great sale on Tuesday that I go to. And if you are a meat eater, uh, they have great sales on Springer Mountain Chicken and also on their ground chuck or ground, ground beef. And I'm not going to get into a political debate political debate about meat eating versus plant eating right now. I'm just telling you to know where your sales are and that Fresh Market every Tuesday has some non-GMO chicken on sale every Tuesday for $2.99 a pound and the ground chuck is, I don't know, $3.99 a pound or something like that. So my point is go find out when your weekly sales are. Even if you're a plant eater, you don't have to be a meat eater and figure out you know, where your sales are so then you can shop accordingly and know if you want something really badly, know that it's going to be on sale starting on this day. Okay, so the second tip that I have for you for efficient meal planning is this one, and this is really a game changer. Before you go shopping, prepare your space, which means clean out your refrigerator. Uh, because how many times have you gone shopping, you come home with five bags of groceries, you open your fridge and there's no place to put it. How aggravating is that? And, and the last thing you want is after you spend whatever, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour at the grocery store, you want to come home and empty the fridge and it's just so aggravating. So what I mean by is, you know, go into the fridge, take out all the stuff that seems old, you know, expiration dates, moldy, you know, when is this a one sauce? When did this come come into my fridge? Is this here from 1996? I mean, it's probably good for another two years, but you probably want to get rid of it. So just check for things that that you can get rid of. You know, why do you have three bottles of ketchup in your refrigerator? Maybe can you consolidate it to make more space? You know, things like that. Plus, once you clean out your refrigerator, you can actually clean your shelves a little bit. And what I do to clean my shelves is I take a spray bottle full of water, vinegar, 50-50, and if you want, you could put some essential oil in there if you want to do a peppermint or, or something like that, or a lemon flavor, citrus flavor. And then I just spray the, the refrigerator shelf, and then I just clean it, and it's good to go. So then you have a nice, clean, sparkly fridge. All right, that's the second tip. The third tip now is you need to write things down before you go to the supermarket. You want to have a list, because that will also save you time, that will also save you money, when you go to the grocery store. And I recommend having two lists made out. And I've actually created a little weekly meal planner template and 
a, a shopping list, but it's all retro because I'm a 70s baby and I love the 70s font, colors, you know, all that, all that stuff. So I'll put in a, a link so where you can get this free meal planner template for you. You can download it, print it out. It's going to be in color. If you don't want to print it in color, then you can do it black and white, but it really is helpful. And the reason why I tell you to do two, two lists is because I used to do mine on one sheet of paper and I would fold the sheet of paper down the middle the long way so I would have the meals on one side and then the shopping list on the other side. But then what I found is I would take both of those to the grocery store, I'm sorry, not both, but the one sheet of paper to the grocery store and then I would constantly fold it, put it in my pocket, put it in my purse, it would get frayed, it would get ripped, it would get bent. And then sometimes I would even lose it. So then my meal plan that I've that I've worked so hard to do is now gone somewhere on the sidewalk, in my car, somewhere, somebody picked it up, threw it away, and now I'm kind of at a loss. So I like to do two different lists. The meal planning list is the list that I leave at home, and the shopping list is the one I take to the supermarket. So if by chance I, I lose it, which I often do, uh, it's not gonna be a disaster when I come home and start the meal plan. And also, um, you want to plan what you want to eat for the week, right? So that's part of writing it down. And the other a tidbit I have is you want to upcycle one main ingredient or food dish. And what do I mean by upcycle? Well, I'm going to tell you. So let's say you're planning on having you know, chicken cutlets on Monday, right? And how about on Wednesday, you use those same chicken cutlets and then you make chicken parm or something like that. Or, you know, you have pasta um, on Tuesday with some sauce, or let's say you do pasta with, I don't know, vegetables or a cream sauce or something like that. And then maybe you want to have, um, you know, with, with the leftover sauce, maybe you want to have, I don't know, eggplant. Parmesan or something with the leftover sauce. So that's what I mean by upcycle one ingredient or a food dish. Or if you make beef stew on Thursday and then you want to have, um, you know, like a, like a sub sandwich on the Saturday. So make sure you buy enough food to cook once, eat twice. You've probably heard that before, but it does save you a lot of time. And it does make having leftovers a little bit more tolerable if you don't like having leftovers. I know some people don't like having leftovers. So if you upcycle one main ingredient or one food dish into a different meal, that'll help with your mindset of learning how to like leftovers because technically they might not really be leftovers if you make a different meal out of it. So that's tip number three. And let me see. The last thing, the last tip to make your meal plan more efficient is prep it once you get home. So the thing, the beauty of it is now your refrigerator is all cleaned out. Literally, it's cleaned out, plus the shelves are clean. Now you can come home and take out all of the food that you got and you can prep it and then put it in the refrigerator without shuffling things around. For instance, when you get home and you have some veggies, you know, like uh, maybe some peppers or some carrots or broccoli, you can slice the peppers, you know, wash them and slice them, put them in a baggie with a dry paper towel. That's a big trick too. If you have lettuce, wash your lettuce, place it in a baggie or a container with a paper towel in it to absorb the excess moisture and then put it in your fridge. I'm gonna give you a really awesome way to wash your berries. A lot of people say don't wash your berries until you are ready to use them. Well, that doesn't work for me because 
I have little kids, I pack their lunches and I don't want to waste time in the morning washing the berries before I put them in their lunches. Plus, I don't like to send wet berries in my kids' lunchbox because it seems like it gets everything wet inside the lunchbox. You know, sandwich, chips, everything gets soggy with wet berries. So what I do is I take the berries and I dump them into a medium-sized bowl or a large bowl, depending how many berries you have. You fill up the bowl with some water. You put about one quarter cup of white vinegar in there, plus maybe one or two drops of Dawn dish detergent. And what this will do is this. The vinegar will take away the mold spores from the berries and the Dawn dish detergent will remove the pesticides. And I just kind of let them sit in the bowl but for no more than five minutes. And then of course you have to drain it and then rinse it again, maybe two or three times, depending on you know how much how many, how many suds are in there or how much vinegar you've used. Make sure they're nice and clean. And then you take the original container and you lay maybe a flat one sheet of a paper towel in there. If you have to rip it in half, do that. And then you take those washed berries that are still wet and just pour them in gently into the original container with the paper towel on the bottom. You close the container and you stick them in the fridge. The paper towel does two things. It prevents the berry juice from getting on the shelf of your refrigerator and it also absorbs the moisture of the berries so that they don't get moldy and, uh, and yucky and all smushy again. And then now your berries are ready to go. You take them out. You can even put them in your kid's lunchbox or for you, you can eat them, you know, as a snack and they're ready to go. And so you have that for the whole entire week. Uh, the other thing I want you to know is that here's a little trick for meat. If you're a meat eater and you buy some meat, like it's um, not ground beef or ground chuck or anything or ground chicken, but this is for whole chunks of meat like chicken or pork tenderloin or beef stew meat. What you want to do is place those that chicken in a bowl full of water and salt, and that's called brining. And, and you do this for no more than 48 hours, and what will happen is, is that the salt will get absorbed into the protein fiber of the meat and break it down so that when you do finally cook it, it will be some of the most tender meat you have ever experienced. So this is how you brine. You take a bowl large enough to fit whatever meat that you have, and you place the meat inside the bowl. And then you cover up the meat enough so that all of the meat is covered. Maybe you leave one inch on top. And then you take some salt, maybe like one or two tablespoons of salt. Now, if you're worried about your sodium intake, you can do less. But when you, when you drain the meat, a lot of the salt is gonna come back out into the sink. So you're not, go not going to absorb all of the salt that you put in there, just so you know. And what you do is, so, so going back to it, bowl, meat, water, and then salt, and you stir it around, and you put it back in your refrigerator, no more than 48 hours, because then the meat, it will kind of reverse itself and get tough again. Or you can do it for like three hours if you want, or one hour. Any amount of brining is really, is just really smart and enough to tenderize the meat so it's not as tough and rubbery, especially chicken, I notice. So you do that for no more than 48 hours. When you're ready to use it, of course you drain it and then you rinse it. And then here's the kawaiat with brining. You wanna be sure to uh, minimize the added salt that you use when cooking because remember that salt will be, some of the salt will be absorbed into that meat while it's brining. So be careful on the opposite end of that when you cook it. Don't add a lot more salt to it because it will already have a salty taste from the brine. 
And that's it, really. So we have prepping the veggies, the lettuce, the berries, your brine. Once you do that, you know, you take time to do that. It, 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 I don't know, maybe it takes me an hour to do that after I get back from the grocery store, like the unloading and the unpacking and, and things like that. Then you'll have everything all ready for the entire week and it will make your, your week so much more efficient. You'll be happier. You'll be less stressed out. You'll be feeling more confident and it'll be all laid out, especially if you want snacks for the week. They'll be all ready to go either for you, for your kids or for the rest of your family or for guests and visitors. It'll just make your life so much easier. So that's it. I hope that this was helpful. Please let me know. If you, if, um, you know, if you have any more questions, you can text me. I'll put my phone number in the show notes. Plus, I'll be adding that weekly meal planner and the shopping list for free. It's a free download. And I would, be, I would love it if you checked it out and let me know how you like it. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you know anyone who would like to listen, please share it. If you would be willing to submit a review, I would appreciate that too. If you got super excited about meal planning during this episode, then you definitely need to download Meal Planner Template and Shopping List Template. And the fun part of it is, is that since I'm a 70s baby, I have a special affinity for retro stuff and vintage and 1970s stuff. So the planner is all retro font, retro colors, uh, a happy face, some stars here and there, and it is so super fun to look at. So I know that you'll have a good time meal planning while looking at this planner and shopping list. And there are two pages because I believe in a meal planner page and a shopping list page so the two don't get lost. So if you want to download that, the web address is subscribepage.com backslash retro meal planner subscribepage.com backslash retro meal planner but don't worry you don't have to memorize it I'll put it in the show notes it's absolutely free I made it myself (laughs) and I love 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 using it hey if you are a 70s baby um, make sure you text me I'll leave my text number in the show notes too and tell me what you love about 70s stuff do you love the avocado colors do you love the 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 slang do you love um the flower power i don't know the roller skating just tell me bgs I, I can go on and on and on and if i could have a disco ball hanging from the ceiling in every room in my house i would <laughs>